0: So what are we doing when we meditate? To put it in the simplest terms, we are connecting our surface consciousness with our inmost center of our being. Okay? It's very simple. That's what the word yoga means, connection. Connecting the consciousness we use to deal with the outside world, I put that in quotes, it's not as outside as you think. But to deal with that world, one creates an ego construct with defense mechanisms, with buffers, right? with shock absorbers, with all kinds of apparatus to help you deal with what often may be unpleasant or anxiety-creating circumstances. But that's not your real self a vehicle that we need to create but we also need to know that it's not us it's good to have a car that is four wheel drive and can go- take you anywhere but you need to be able to get out of that car once you drive to a beautiful place if you stay in the car and don't get out and enjoy the scenery then what was the purpose of the trip so Most of you have a very well-adapted ego. It works well to deal with the world, but it doesn't nourish you. And it's usually running on empty because we haven't gotten out of the car to fill it up with new fuel. So we need to get out of the car and go back into the core of our being from time to time. These days, as often as possible, because we're dealing with a very rough world. It uses up a lot of fuel and it's hard on the equipment. We need to revive it and to recharge the batteries. So we're moving inward in meditation. Mede means the center, the middle. We're moving into the middle, the center of our being. This inmost being is deeper than we usually go. Most of us go to the emotional level, the mental level. But we don't go deeper than that. We don't usually make the effort to silence the mind, the mental chatter. And the mental chatter is another car. It's a subtler vehicle that also helps us manipulate the world. But it's not the self. So we want to notice, we want to observe that, yes, there are different levels of emotional and mental awareness, consciousness. But keep going inward. Go deeper and deeper and deeper inward until you reach the innermost place. And you'll know it when you get there. Because it'll be a place of complete peace. There will be no emotions in that state. There will be no words. There will be no sense of duality. There'll be no sense of lack. There'll be no anxiety whatsoever. It's called shanti, that's why we often say the mantra om shanti. The om is that center, and one of its primary characteristics is shanti. In Sanskrit, shanti means both peace and silence. Because when the mind is at peace, it is also silent. When it is silent, it is peaceful. But peace is only the first attribute of that innermost being. If we stay there long enough, if we don't move out of it, if we reach stillness and we allow ourselves to bathe in the energies of the inmost self, then the the energy within, at that level, begins to accumulate. And the peace becomes a state of love. It begins to overflow into a sweetness and a joy in being. And all the stresses that were there in the outer world and the outer personality are dissolved and healed. And you can love life again. And that love pours out from the innermost being and it will begin to heal issues and uh, cuts in the uh, communication even of the cells, even at a subtle level. There are these subtle meridians of energy that are known to acupuncture and to other forms of oriental medicine. And these energy lines often get cut in the course of stressful events. And so they get uh, reconnected and healed. And so you're actually giving yourself an acupuncture treatment when you meditate because you're coming from the source and that energy will flow naturally through all of the pathways the subtle pathways as well as the actual central nervous system and it will begin to flood the nerves with a very peaceful loving energy that will give a message to all the cells of the different organ systems of the body to harmonize and to optimize their way of functioning and literally fill the cells that need the nutrition of vital energy with a new charge of bioelectromagnetic energy. And if you stay longer in the silent center, then you'll go even beyond this love that has no object. It's not just love for one's own body, but it's a love that becomes universal. But you will also reach a point where you realize that the center that you are is the center that is everywhere. It's not just localizable in what you thought of as your physical body that that center is everywhere and nowhere. And because it is everywhere, there is a love for all that is, and yet because it is nowhere, there's complete detachment and non-enmeshment from anything or anyone, and therefore freedom. And so there's a realization of what freedom actually feels like, the ultimate freedom. Freedom even from your own mind, even from your own identity. Freedom to be the full potential that your being has, which is infinite. And then you can see the whole world in a new way, and very (coughs) creative ideas may start to come to you. Doors will open. Possibilities of living in ways you hadn't considered or hadn't taken seriously will suddenly become obvious things that you had rejected because they didn't fit the model of reality you were given, you suddenly say, well, that's not reality at all. I was just uh, seeing that a new book came out by a, a, a world-renowned uh, geographer. It's called The Myth of Continents. And uh, he started to suddenly think about everything he'd learned in geography over his life. And, and he began to wonder, why is Europe called a continent? It's this little peninsula sticking out of Asia... ...and yet it gets labeled a continent. But India, that's much larger and more populous... ...is called a subcontinent. China doesn't get any labeling. What's going on here? And you realize there's a political unconscious... ...even to geography. There's an agenda there. It's not facts. It's a way of seeing things that favors... ...a certain hegemonic discourse. And everything in your life has an unconscious discourse that has an agenda that was actually implanted in you. It isn't even your agenda. It was imposed on you, and then by identifying with it, you imprisoned yourself in a certain box that you thought of as reality, but it turns out it's not reality at all. And just by sitting in this silent center, that whole prison at every level falls away, and you see reality with new eyes. And that's probably one of the main benefits of meditation. And you realize that what you had seen as finite, limited, impossible to solve, is easily solved because it is all infinite. So all we have to do is sit in that center. We don't have to fight with it. Very often we think that we have to struggle with our minds. It's kind of like a miner. Miners have been in the news these days. Who goes down into this very deep area of the mind and starts hacking at the hardest rock there is and can't break through it. And yet right behind him is this huge vein of gold. If he would just turn around you would see he didn't have to do all that work. We're usually the same way in our meditation, trying to hack at our ego to get it to stop. You don't need to do any of that. Just turn around and the gold is there. The inner light is there. Don't struggle with your ego. Once you disidentify from the mind and realize it's not your mind at all, It's just an implanted stream of consciousness. And you 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 disidentify from it, it will stop. It needs an audience to keep going. And once you don't care about it, it will stop. And then literally a new mind can arise from this innermost self that's more real, more uh, true to what is. And not based on what you learned, the conditionings from the past. And so this is liberation if you will allow yourself to be liberated from what you thought was your own mind, which is not yours, because you are prior to the mind and beyond the mind and cannot be described or captured by any concepts, when you escape and you stay free, then the mind itself becomes transformed. And the thoughts that arise in it then become beautiful. They're no longer depressive. They're not worried. They're not anxious. They don't have any of the old... Emotional tinge that's based on fear and desire but on the fullness of this infinite love that you've touched into so your whole psychology will change and your whole way of being and it happens spontaneously you don't have to keep thinking okay I am the self I am love I am this that you don't have to make effort it's just the state of realization that you live in and that changes the nature of reality for you. So it's really very simple. And you'll also see that very complex philosophical problems that that were very difficult to figure out are also very simple. Because you will have dissolved all the veils of illusion. And then you reach what the yogis have always called bliss. An ultimate indescribable state that is the realization of your oneness with the source of all that is. That the, what you thought of as your individual self is actually the cosmic, universal self, the absolute. And that there is an intuitive connectedness with all that is, that is constant and transcends time and space. And everything that you learn theoretically about quantum physics and mysticism and all of that you find from your own realization is true the interconnectedness of all things not only at the level of elementary particles but at the level of cosmic beings and we are cosmic beings so to meditate all you need to do is turn your mind inward do do a loop and instead of dissipating your energy outward trying to connect with the external world turn it in and ask who am i who is the ultimate witness perceiver of reality and keep going inward until you can't go any further within. Okay, And don't ask it verbally but just feel your way inside as to who's perceiving this. Don't make it into a mantra because then you'll be stuck at the mind level. You want to go to the level of the perceiver of the mind. You are the user of the mind. Don't be used by it and don't identify with it, okay? When you go to that deepest level, the mind will quiet down by itself. The body will reach a state of relaxation uh, and uh, almost suspended animation that will be very healing for the body as well, okay? So it's very simple. If your mind does start to wander, you can use a mantra, use a, a word or a phrase to remind you of what you're doing. It can even be a, a simple word like I. Or yo soy. Just a word to remind you. Or who am I? To bring you back to the inmost self. That's all you need to do is to keep reminding yourself. Because the mind has a tendency to forget what it's doing. And it will pretty soon start thinking of uh, you know, what you're going to be doing tomorrow and the next day and your vacation. and right, The argument you had last night with someone. And all of those things will come up. So keep going back. the, the source. That's all you have to do and pretty soon you will overcome the tendency of resistance and you will sit very blissfully in the self.